from the rugged desert outside Yuma, Arizona. This is Outpost Outspoken. Outpost Outspoken is the official podcast of U.S. Army Yuma Proving Ground, which conducts natural environment testing of military equipment in Arizona, Alaska, and the tropics. Hello, I'm Mark Schauer. Now in its third year, YPG's employee modernization effort, better known as the Emerge Program, has expanded to ensure the modernization of YPG's entire mission workforce. YPG Chief of Staff Minerva Peters explains more. How are training opportunities expanding in the Emerge Program in the new year? Okay, what we decided to do this year is after looking at last year, we realized that some, that not all the employees were aware of the Emerge program until later in the process when most of the training had already been allocated. So to open the opportunities for everyone, the S-1 looked at their processes and decided that maybe a better approach would be to create, in a sense, a cart. Let's just call it a cart. I don't think that's the term they're using. But uh, to allow everyone to have the chance to say, this is the training I need, and submit it on their own. They are then going to allow the division chiefs and the supervisors to rank those training requests by their individual employees within the divisions and the directorates and get them get them in some sort of priority before they go to the S1. The S1 is then going to ensure that the technical director and myself and possibly the commander look at them. But our purpose is to try to ensure that regardless of what position you hold, that the training is balanced and that whether you're a technical person or a non-technical person, um, that everybody has an opportunity for some level of training so that we're modernizing all of our workforce and not just saying we're only focusing on training for a select group of the workforce because what we want is an educated workforce regardless of what your mission set is. And some people have more of a technical um, engineering type and some people still have training that applies to them, but it's a different type of training and they should still be trained and have that opportunity. Even before this innovation, the Emerge program has gotten a lot of attention from superior commands like the Army Test and Evaluation Command. Yes, it has. I believe the CG uh, was very pleased with it because what it proved was that YPG is able to do the mission, the test mission, and simultaneously modernize and transform our employees. Um, And that's a good thing because one of the fears has always been that we get so mission-focused that we overlook development of the employees. And we've been saying all along, we're not overlooking the development of our employees. If people need and request training, we're looking for ways to make it happen. And one of the things that we have to thank Colonel McFall about is the fact that he said, no, I want to make sure it happens. And 
That's why we allocated last year 500K, and we were trying to allocate the same amount this year. Um, so we'll see how it all racks and stacks. We were trying to get it done before February so we can start actually looking for courses, uh, finding the courses and getting them done as soon as possible. Uh, Another big thing about the training is that a lot of times we have to also take into account what the training providers are able to do because it's great for us to say we want our mechanics to go to this particular type of let's say a course in in, uh, electric vehicles. But first we have to find a provider of that course. And then we also have to make sure that that course fits our schedule because sometimes it doesn't fit our schedule. What we're also trying to do is find the courses that we can say, okay, we have 10 people that want to go to this course or a like course. Is there a way to bring the course to us versus us sending 10 people TDY, which costs us a lot more than bringing that course one time to YPG? So we're trying to find economies of scale versus just being reckless with our money and just sending people TDY to everything. Sometimes we have to do it as a TDY. Sometimes we can find ways to make it more economical. And YPG has also been praised with staggering it such that we're not taking too many people away from the day-to-day mission. That is a very important thing because ATEC is asking us to uh, increase our reimbursable when we can. And Nick has done, Nick, the resource manager has done a very good job of finding ways to recoup as much money as possible, which, again, is another success story for YPG. YPG has a lot of success stories that we we managed to be above the bar and above the standard on a lot of things that we do here at YPG. Our PAO office is above the standard. Our our um, resource management office, as far as I'm concerned, is above the standard. Our S1 is above the standard. Our plans and ops is above the standard. I, I, think, I think we're very lucky to work at the Proving Ground. I don't know anyone at the Proving Ground that doesn't always work to be above the standard. I, I'm just always impressed with us. I am. <laughs> River Peters, it was great talking with you today. Thank you. Welcome to Outpost Outspoken. I'm your host for this segment, Anna Henderson. Yuma Proving Ground and the Army as a whole is on a mission to spread the word about careers in STEM which is science, technology, engineering, and mathematics. At YPG, one way that this is done is by hosting summer STEM-focused camps for middle school students. Here to tell us more about these camps and how teachers and students can get involved is Janet Rios. She is a STEM outreach manager for YPG. Welcome, Janet. Hi, thank you for having me. Thank you for joining us. Let's start talking about GEMS. What does GEMS stand for and what do students learn? GEMS is gains in the education of mathematics and science. 
Our goal for GEMS is to expose students to STEM careers by having hands-on activities for them to participate in and actually have our YPG engineers and our workforce run these labs to kind of help them get that one-on-one time with the, with the engineers and have exposure to STEM fields. And one thing that I find fascinating is how testing we do here is scaled down to a child-friendly activity. Tell me about the range of activities that these kids get are exposed to during the GEMS camps. During the GEMS camps, we have numerous activities for them throughout the week. We have rockets where the students actually get to build the rockets, learn about rockets itself. They actually get to fire these rockets live, so that's always very neat. We also have a robotics lab where students get to build robots and actually code them through mazes. And we also have gliders. Um, they, again, build the rope, the gliders themselves, learn about force and all that fun stuff. Well, and I've also seen the kids do labs, like science labs. There's just a whole variety, and kids love it. Even if it's a child that's never known or been interested in STEM, when you get their hands in all of this fun stuff, they love it. Yes, yes. It's very interactive, which is awesome. And we host 80 students in total. 40 students per week. So the classes are a little bit smaller, which is even neater because we get to interact more one-on-one with the students with as many staff that we have um, helping with this effort. Uh, It's just nice to have that one-on-one with them and them being able to ask questions if they need to and then us being able to have that time with them to showcase what we do here at YPG, but also give them that exposure to STEM careers. And I've noticed, like you said, they might have a group of 40, but there's a bunch of like smaller groups within that, a lot of competitions in between them. So those kids definitely get close and have that mentor there. As you mentioned, there's YPG engineers, there's local educators, there's also like a student peer mentor, and there's some application periods coming up where people can sign up to be part of this. So there's two important deadlines. The first is already open and it's for mentors. Can you tell me what you're looking for in a mentor? Yes, our near peer mentors are students that are 16 years or older or even in college. The reason why we like to hire near peer mentors is because they're closer in age to the students to where they can kind of relate more and know the lingo and (laughs) what's going on in the world. Um, So yes, the application period for them started yesterday and will go through February 10th, as well as our resource teachers. For resource teachers, we rely on them to kind of check and balance our curriculum and help us engaging with the students. We do have local community teachers apply, and they do as well go through an interview process. We reach out to a community for help for our teachers. That's fantastic because I'm sure they enjoy having that fun with the children as well. For the students, there's also an application period that's coming up as well. Who can apply to be part of this program and when does this application open? Any student can apply. Um, The only requirement is that the student is in 6th, 7th, or 8th grade in fall 2024. Um, But students that are homeschooled or public school, private school, anybody can apply. They can't be a student that attended one of the previous camps, correct? Correct. GEMS falls under the Army Educational Outreach Program, which is the overarching umbrella that GEMS falls under. So it has a lot more programs where it's supposed to be a jumpstart to the next program. As of right now, we only host GEMS, but there is other programs that we can jumpstart them into 
moving forward. Okay. That's good to know. You and I know this because we drive this road almost daily, but YPG is a little out of town, but the program is helping families with transportation. Correct. So we do contract out a bus. Uh, So the way we help the community is we target two different areas throughout the week, whichever week they get assigned to or accepted towards. The bus picks up either in Foothills area and also drops off. And then as well in town, we do pick up and drop off. So it kind of just helps students get to YPG and, you know, get here. (laughs) It takes away the barriers. You know, parents can drop off the kids before they go to work. They can go to the camp all day and then pick them up from the same location afterwards. And the logistics is a lot of times the hard part. So that's great that you take away that barrier. Okay. So Janet, let's remind people the mentor applications are open from now until February 10th and the student applications open on February 1st and close April 7th. What is that website again? Yes, thank you, Anna. The website to apply is usaeop.com forward slash program forward slash Yuma. We will also list that link on all of YPG's official social media accounts. Janet, thank you for your time and we look forward to attending the gyms, camps, and seeing all the fun. Yes, thank you. This has been Outpost Outspoken. Thank you again for listening. We'll see you next time from the forefront of Army transformation.